Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Gonna tell you guys, I really enjoy our intro video. I got goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back, episode fifty-nine. We're about to hit another milestone next uh, week-ish at, at number sixty. So uh, that's pretty exciting, right, guys? Always like like a good even number. Yeah. So not only is it me and Todd, but Miss Mari, Darth Mari, our resident Lord of the Sith, has returned. Finally. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. Um, what we can talk about this week, Todd? We're gonna talk about a lot of fun stuff, a lot of toys, a lot of a lot of uh, news, and our top three favorite dark side and uh, evil slash morally ambiguous characters. <laughs> the certain point of view character, <laughs> exactly. Um, but before we get into the Hollow Knight headlines and all that good jazz, uh, don't forget to follow us over on all of the social medias: uh, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. We're we're there. We're everywhere. Um, we do a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and if you're feeling wily and want to support the show, join our Patreon. Uh, it's a ton of fun. We have a private Facebook group, and we're going to start monthly flea markets soon. So uh, we'll have a bunch of Star Wars goodies for sale, and you can sell stuff of your own, uh, so forth and so forth and so forth. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Todd? Without further ado, hop right into HollowNet headlines. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, to kick things off, it's rumored, this is a rumor, so take it with a grain of, grain of salt, but uh, it's rumored that Jedi Fallen Order, the sequel to that, will be announced before E3, which makes sense. So E3 was supposed to take place in June. It's now going to be online only, but there's a little other Star Wars-specific event going on a couple weeks before that in May called Star Wars Celebration. And if they didn't announce this game at Star Wars Celebration, then I would have been flabbergasted and shh, Stunned, shocked, <laughs> appalled, offended. Um, so this comes from Jeff Grubb from Venture Beats. He was the one that reported that the title of Star Wars was the game Star Wars Eclipse was going to be Eclipse. Um, so he's got at least a little bit of a track record. He also reported that E3 was going to be canceled and moved online before that was officially announced. So this guy's got a little bit of a, a little bit of cred to his name. So I, I would I would believe this um, this reporting. So. So uh, it makes sense. I mean, celebration coming up if if they wanted to present or announce it. I could see them announcing it, like teasing it right before celebration and then having like the big announcement, a little bit of a trailer, no official gameplay, and then having something else during um, EA's E3 segment and then probably gameplay footage when they do because they have their own event, right? It's like EA Play. Yeah, which usually so. happens in July, so. Yeah, I could see. So it could be May, June, July. Just boom, 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 Jedi Fallen Order sequel content. I love the first game. I know, BP, you haven't. I don't think you've played it. You've kind of like, yeah, about it. I, I have a real hard time with games like that. And it's not because it's not good. It's beautiful. Like, it's a lot of cool characters. It's just you're you're climbing a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And after, like, 14 hours of climbing, I'm just, like, kind of bored. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of um, Assassin's Creed. 
the first more or less. Assassin's Creed, yes. Yeah, where it's I like watched it mostly, and that that was the vibe that I got was like very Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed with lightsabers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a little droid. Oh, I love <laughs> love when the one. No, no, yeah, no. BD one. I love. I think it's BD one. Is it? Is it BD one? Is it a BD one? No, no, no. BD one's the crazy droid, right? From Afra. I get all my droids mixed up. There's so many different names. (laughs) Um, Next bit of news, and we just got this, is that the High Republic is going back in time. So phase one is wrapping up this year. We got the latest uh, novel by Claudia Gray just came out. I just got my copy in in the mail, which doesn't really do me a whole lot of good, considering I haven't even started reading the High Republic (laughs) era yet. Every time, every week, I feel like I'm like, I'm going to get this. This is the week. (laughs) My goal by the end of the year, my New Year's resolution for 2022 is to finally read the High Republic and all the stuff that's out. (laughs) At least I don't have to wait months between books so I can go Light of the Jedi, Rising Storm, Fallen Star. Boom, boom, boom. I'm bummed because I have the comic book line except issue three. I'm missing three. We can't order it. Like, I don't know how to get issue three. Interesting. So I actually might have mm-hmm. co- i might have dupes, dupes of that let me look okay yeah that'd be great i mean even if about. i could just borrow it so i can read it like i haven't started it because i'm like i don't have three <laughs> <laughs> i gotta complete the whole set <laughs> i need it all <laughs> so like i said phase one is wrapping up phase two of the high republic is going to take place 150 years before the events of light of the jedi which is you know if, if you're looking at timeline line wise this is going to be 350 years before the phantom menace now And I love the fact that we're getting a prequel sort of the same way that George did the original trilogy, the prequels and the sequels. The High Republic's (laughs) doing the original High Republic, the prequels, and then the sequels, I'm guessing. I guess. It's it's like poetry. It rhymes. What what is Phase 3 going to be? Are they going to be sequels? I I can only imagine. (laughs) It would would pick up where Fallen Star leaves off. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, I, I haven't read any of them, so I can't. I know, BP, you're a little better about it, but I'm still dragging my heels unfortunately there's actually there's a lot to it like it's not just the high republic there's there's multiple lines like different comic lines there's different storylines children's yeah. novels young novel, young adult adult so it, it's kind of all over there's comics mm-hmm. it's, it's a huge publishing yeah. initiative which i i think is great and whenever i get around to it i'm sure i'm gonna love it because i've heard nothing but great things from everybody that's read the high republic um i love the aesthetic like they just look so cool they look like they look like knights mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which it's is kind tough. of the vibe they were going for i mean when, yeah. when they first announced it during that that initial press release and announcement it was very like knights of the round table inspired mm-hmm. kind of mentality and stellan geos is one of the top three top five jedi his lightsaber is so cool if you guys haven't seen it it's worth a google um it's kind of like kylo ren-esque but it's just elegant if that makes sense instead of chaotic like kylo's i, I typed in stellan g and the second term was stellan geo's lightsaber holy yeah, crap really that's cool. amazing yeah it's really cool actually, i actually found the files last night i'm gonna try to print it print one <laughs> it's real real nice uh phase two is gonna be called quest of the jedi it's gonna be released in october of 2022 so there's gonna be a little bit of a gap between the end of uh phase one and the start of phase two which is good gives me plenty of time to catch up uh, and they're adding authors uh, Zoraida. I always mess up her name. Zoraida? Zoraida? They're adding authors Zoraida Cordova, George Mann, Tessa Gratton, and Lydia Kang. So, some new authors. 
uh, Cordova and Mann have b- both written Star Wars stuff before. Mann did the um, I forget what they are, but they're they're like the story books that are like stories of Star Wars characters, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I know. Yes, George Mann also did the. Um... Good lord, totally blanking on it. It's the Life Day book they just did. Yeah, that just came out. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. It's like it's stories set in Star Wars almost. Yeah. Um, so those and then um, Zoraida Cordova has done plenty of other. I think she did um, a test of fate. It sounds great. one of the, yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head the exact what what book it is. Um, but she's written Star Wars stuff, so great to see them added to the High Republic and then getting some new people. So always good to see some new fresh faces in the High Republic era. It's going to be interesting, right? So it'll be what, 10, 12 authors now? Yeah, probably, roughly. So it's going to be a cool era. I think I'm curious to see like when everything's all said and done, just what this whole thing looks like. Massive. (laughs) An epic scale, for sure. Well, because we've got all the canon novels that are have all been fantastic, but then this is like a subset of all of that almost. <laughs> it's like here's all the canon books that you can read in order and um, get different stories of characters we know. But then if you really want to get crazy with it, like someone could, if they only picked one thing to read Star Wars wise, they could just focus on the High Republic and they would have plenty of content to read. And you have to believe that at some point all this content's going to lead up to a movie, right? I. I would think, or some 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 kind of event, either Disney Plus or yeah, it, Clone Wars type show. That'd be really cool. I was thinking like a show. Yeah, this would be fantastic in animation. Mm-hmm. 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 Sign me <laughs> up. <laughs> um, next bit of news: Ming Na Wen and Tim Morrison have been doing sort of a little bit of a media circuit now that the first two episodes of Book of Boba Fett, aka my favorite show, that I sob over uncontrollably every night um on on release day is out uh so like i said i've been doing promo sort of videos and interviews and uh press and all that typical when stuff comes out we gotta do a press circuit um but with covid it's all virtual so they did a series of interviews uh video interviews with extra Kinowetter, tv line comicbook.com et canada and ease red carpet and award shows so they talked about everything. First off, I just want to say the chemistry between the two of them is probably my favorite chemistry. Like other than like Oscar and um, Pedro. Yeah. Oscar, Pedro or Oscar and Boyega. Yeah. Yeah. Because those two both had like just they were they were hilarious together. Yeah. Um, the, the respect that they have for each other, but also the just chemistry that you see during their interviews where they kind of like poke at each other um but in a fun way and very professional it's i loved everything like i could sit and just watch the two of them talk about star wars forever because <laughs> ming na wednesday like a pretty big star wars fan herself so she doesn't take this lightly and that's sort of what they talk about in these interviews is the pressure of making the show especially following up the success of the mandalorian so the pressure they feel from the fans and the pressure as fans themselves to put out good star wars content they talk about this sense of family that they had amongst the crew because a lot of the crew that they had in Book of Boba was the same crew that we had in Mandalorian, which I think is kind of nice. I mean, part of that probably is because of COVID. Um, they don't want to yeah. bring in a whole bunch of new people that mm-hmm. they would have to train and kind of get up to speed on on everything. 
Um, but you get to know how everybody works and, and create a little bit of a family environment or family dynamic. So that's always fun to see. Um, they talked about their chemistry on screen and off screen. Um, just, you can really see that they get along well, which I think adds a lot to their dynamic, as we've seen in some of the episodes that we've talked about on uh, over on TikTok and YouTube and all the other fun places that we've done our little book of Boba <laughs> recaps. Um, and then actually, do you want to mention that? Because oh yeah, speaking speaking of <laughs> speaking of all that, yeah. So I've been doing little short recap videos uh, every Thursday on YouTube, where I break down each episode of the book of Boba Fett that we got that week. They're usually less than 10 minutes, nothing too crazy. Pulling out a couple cameos, my thoughts on it. But on Wednesdays around, usually it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we hop over on TikTok and do a live stream where we break down everything in more detail. So we talk about the characters that we saw that week, the story, what our thoughts are on, on that episode, um, who we're thirsting over in the show that week, because there's a lot of thirst. <laughs> a lot of thirst. <laughs> um yeah so if you haven't yet follow us on on tiktok and and make sure you're following our youtube channel so that you can see our thoughts on the book of boba fett on top of these video interviews they also did a couple of pre like published written interviews um with magazines so they did uh ones with rolling stone where tim talked about the differences between playing boba and Django because he's he's the uh, it's interesting thinking about Tem playing because when he did Django Fett was 2000 and well, probably before 2002 because it came out in 2002. So early, early 2000s was when he's filming and just the technology and how George approached everything was completely different than nowadays. I mean, they and you um, and McGregor talked about this a little bit when he's talking about Obi-Wan and doing some press for Kenobi. But everything they did was blue screens in the early 2000s it was like a little piece of set maybe and then just walls of blue screen everywhere <laughs> and he said it took him out of it so now that they have the volume and just everything that they want to convey on screen is able to be projected in real time it completely changes the dynamic and how you approach the character so really fun interview that he did uh with Rolling Stone, and then they also did an interview with Entertainment Weekly where they talked about things like stunt work and filming in Jabba's Palace because that's an iconic place to film in. And then the last little piece of news, we're going to end it off on another little rumor. It's uh, rumored that Dave Filoni wrote Chapter 6 of the Book of Boba Fett. So the penultimate chapter, because there's seven episodes in this first season, assuming we get a second season. Um, this was mentioned earlier in the year, or not this year, obviously last year, that um, Dave had written an episode of the Book of Boba Fett. This was mentioned in the New York Times, but now the Direct is re reporting that Dave wrote Chapter 6. So Dave's wrote written a couple, obviously, episodes in uh, Mando, he did, he's done Clone Wars, he's done Rebels, he's, he's written everything. Um, he was supposed to also direct an episode this season on Book of Boba. So a lot of people are speculating that if he wrote Chapter 6, knowing Dave Filoni, he probably is also directing Chapter 6. So what do, you, what do you guys think? Who do you think, knowing Dave, knowing what he did in Mando in both Season 1 and Season 2, who do you think he's going to pull into from his, his uh, bag of characters that could show up in Book of Boba? I mean, my... My heart wants to say Cad Bane, but my 
brain thinks it knows that Disney's a money-making machine and they have an Ahsoka show coming out soon or later. Uh, and that'd be a good opportunity to pull her back in for fans to see again. Makes sense. Just like a kind of at a crossroads thing. I can't imagine she'd have like a huge role in the Boba Fett show. No. Because I feel no. like it's centralized to Tatooine, like what's gonna take Ahsoka to Tatooine. Exactly. Well, and just the idea that these are all sort of part of the shared Mandoverse now where yeah. Book of Boba's impacts Mando and Ahsoka is going to impact Book of Boba and Mando. So all these shows are, are sharing one sort of singular narrative and then they have their own sub narratives so what about mari who do you think i i'm not as familiar with like the the side characters from mando like my brain doesn't hold that information you guys are much easier better at doing that mm -hmm. so i out of the ones that we saw in mando i wouldn't even know like i wouldn't even be able to venture a guess i mean it wouldn't be uh... I mean, it could be literally anybody because what does Tatooine have? Mall Sespa, right? Like a huge spaceport. He mm -hmm. could just be there at a cantina or at the. Um... Well, you said you said the one that I would have said because I said that in our show on Wednesday was Cad mm -hmm. Bane. <laughs> He's the one I really want to see. <laughs> I'm yep. leaning. I'm I'm leaning towards we either see Cad Bane. I'm convinced we're gonna see Cad Bane this season. We got spoilers for whoever hasn't seen the first two episodes, but we got Black Santin. So Afra. I don't think Filoni would pull in Afra because he hasn't really worked with Afra and Afra wasn't part of the um cartoons or anything. But I think either Cad Bane, possibly Rex, because Tem they have the actor. Cool, they have yeah. the actor. And that, I don't know how they would, like, it would be weird, I think, seeing it, like, Tem talking to Tem, but it's Boba talking to Rex. <laughs> uh, super easy fix. All they have to do is one of them has to have the helmet on. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, or then they can have the accurate voice, too. Yeah. Um, the characters, because obviously Tem didn't voice Rex in The Clone Wars, so. Yeah. It's be... D. Bradley Baker, right? Yep, D. Yeah. Bradley Baker did. Um. We could see Omega if they were. I don't think we would. I've seen some speculation that like, oh, Omega could show up here. But I think because we were yeah. getting more episodes of um, Bad, Batch. Bad Batch, it would be like it would it would almost be like, OK, we know Omega lives all the way till after Return of the Jedi. So having that unknown what happens to all the Bad Batch members, I think it's a little more exciting than knowing at least one of them makes it all the way to post after, return of the jedi after you guys were talking about rex i was like what about the bad batch <laughs> well, remember they they could very easily do flashbacks like they have been they could yeah they very well could so yeah. uh and then the go-to character ahsoka i think ahsoka i don't know if it's been confirmed but i'm pretty sure it's like heavily thought that din's showing up um so i could see if if din is helping ahsoka or something on her quest or However, they're going to sort of start the breadcrumbs for the Ahsoka show. Um, I wasn't even I, thinking of the animated ones when you guys started this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could see Ahsoka showing up um, really briefly on, on her journey towards the, the outer reaches of the galaxy to find Thrawn. And then you just piggyback into the Ahsoka show off of that. So They could also introduce Sabine. They could. That was my next... God, there's so many and characters. And then the, I was thinking the sisters. The Martez sisters? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, they really, I mean, 
it's it's crazy to think and obviously they've done i think they've done a good job with cameos so far in the first two episodes of the show it hasn't felt like they're like just cramming characters down our throats um but boba fett is unique in the sense that he ties a lot of eras of star wars together he's got his connection to the original trilogy characters he's got his connection to the sequel or not the sequel trilogy the prequel trilogy characters so they really kind of have an open box of whoever they want to pull and that's still living unfortunately small probably won't show up but he's he's a little sleeping with the fishies right now well never stopped him before (laughs) if he comes back for a third time i I had to defend him to my roommate's boyfriend this weekend or earlier this week he was like i don't like it and i was like get out of my house i don't like you get on out yeah let me introduce you to my lightsaber um Do you not see this giant statue that I have? It's, it's, it's literally right behind you. Turn around. <laughs> um, but that's going to wrap it up for the news. I think we've got a lot of fun things coming for Book of Boba, and it's, each week has just gotten better and better, and I'm, I'm excited. Um, but on that note, let's go ahead and hop over into the cargo hold. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. The Cargo Hold segment is brought to you by Skyward Fun Supply. Skyward Fun Supply was born from a love of two things, Star Wars and the hobby of figure and toy collecting. They are a company that truly knows how fun the hobby of action figure and toy collecting is because they are collectors too, with over 30 years of experience in the hobby. Every item from Skyward Fun Supply is guaranteed to be in mint condition. Head over to www.skywardfunsupply.com and use code BSP10 to save 10%. Cargo hold. Um, I got to tell you guys, this is probably the least amount I've gotten for a cargo hold. Um, so I'll go first, because I know you guys probably have a lot more than I do. Um, I found these at Walmart for five bucks each. The Galaxy whatever figures. Oh, the oh, Galaxy man. Adventures. They look really, these these two particular look really good. And the Vader has kind of like the Ralph Corey Rebels. I don't know if you can tell because it's all black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Very nice. I, I, those, the style of those figures. So for the audio listeners, BP had mm-hmm. a Kylo Ren and a Vader. Um, the Boba Fett has got more of like a an elongated kind of look to his helmet and his figure. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a cool looking figure. They're, they're a little different and they're not the, um, what are, what are the little packs, the little battle pack ones that are the weird shapes that we always are like, how are they still making so mission many of fleet. these? Yeah, the mission fleet ones. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I didn't go into the store like thinking to look for these, but um I saw them at five dollars and I was like, these are actually kind of cool. Uh the Chewbacca looked really good. And um the droids looked good because it's kind of hard to mess those up. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't remember if I showed this or not, but I got this when I was uh, away for Christmas break. But I got this set of pens. Those are so cute. They're Funko oh, pens. Yeah, yeah I think you did. You, did. Um, you at least sent me a picture of them because it's got my my sweet baby boy Boba. Let me uh, open up this plastic on air here, so this is quality. And get What's that nice staticky, crunchy sound for the. <laughs> um, so I, it's Moff Gideon Funko pen. Uh, Mandalorian, Dinjarin, Grogu, and of course, we now know the Tusken Raider, uh, Boba Fett. That's awesome. 
I love those ropes so much more after episode two of of the Book of Boba Fett. Man, I like I I legitimately am and hardcore debating getting the Hot Toys version of that just based off of that episode alone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me go to sideshow.com right now. <laughs> it's already open on my screen, so this is pretty bad. Oh, uh, I mean. Online. Last episode, I I live bought a Bo-Katan helmet on air, so we'll <laughs> this time. Um, I, got, I got a couple more things, and we can move on to. We'll go to Mari next. Uh, but I got the uh, Darth Maul, amazing Darth Maul stickers, and I'm showing it here for the YouTube viewers. I got one for myself and one for Darth Mari, and I put it on my cup, my my Yeti. I'm sticker Ooh. bombing it, as you can tell. Do you like uh, Star Wars? No, no, actually, not a big fan. You're a big uh, Trekkie, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got this sticker, too. I don't know if I showed you guys. It's the uh, Bad Batch 9-9. You did, yeah. Um, and then the but Bad Batch, I don't even remember who I bought it from, but the mall came from Head Space Graphics. You can check them out on Etsy. I'm having a hard time finding them on any social media, so kind of weird if they don't have it. And then lastly, something I did not show Todd and Mari, I got an unbelievable Phantom Menace toy set. Get out of here! What? Are you make me full screen? <laughs> I was going to say, let me let me throw that on the, the big screen right there. Alright, so it's half, it's half, literally half, malls in half. It's hard to, it's so much freaking... Oh my god! There's a lot of glare, but for, glare. For, for the audio listeners, it's a break-apart Darth Maul final lightsaber duel from the Phantom Menace with Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan Kenobi. I hate you so much right it's, now. It's got like a little button on Obi-Wan. It swings them and it cuts Maul in half, but Maul's already in half in the package. <laughs> Jeez. I, I'm i telling you, man, prequel era merch was undefeated. They The the level of like play that was built into some of those figures was fantastic. I miss it. I miss it so much. I'm so mad that my like my my parents were never really into that kind of thing. So like we... We didn't get into it, and so I don't have anything from that. All right, that's all I have. Um, cargo hold this week, so let's hop down to Darth Mar. What's Mari got? Oh, what is this? All right, so let's do more. This is one stuff. of those eight-bit like iron, like they're little tiny curlers. Yeah, um, friends of mine got me this from Baltimore Comic Con. It's oh. gigantic. Yeah, I don't... it's huge, but. Yeah, I got this Maul. for Christmas. Yeah, it's another Ooh. Darth Maul for Darth Mari's collection. Yep, Darth Maul. I don't know what how I'm gonna hang. He might be getting a frame because I don't know how <laughs> what how else to display him. Uh, you use yeah. push pins, maybe. No, the same thing that I have these posters on my wall. Um, command strips, black command strips. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I forgot they had those. Um, I also got this for Christmas. Oh hi, Todd. Hey, Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. It's the Funko Pop, like it's just a giant pin, a giant enamel pin. Oh, I like the box even. Yeah, the box is huge. So they had these characters. They had um, Padme, Sebulba, and Young Anakin, but this is the only one that we got yeah. in the shop. So that's awesome. Um, I then... love in the Phantom Menace when Maul is on his speeder bike and he's coming up behind Qui Gon, Anakin. No idea who Anakin is. First instinct, kill him. <laughs> Run him over. He's taking the Anakin approach and just—he's like, "Oh, is that a child?" Dead. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's—it's it's, it's a Sith tradition. It seems to just try and kill any just youngling. Kill children. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I picked this up recently um, because it was on sale. So at some point, I'm going to do a live build of this. Um, the, the Darth Vader the Darth Lego Vader, helmet. Darth Vader, yep, Lego helmet. Um, this was shown to me by the kind gents. This is a signed Darth Maul um, yes. uh, tops card. It's signed by Sam Witwer, who is Good. the voice of Maul in the show, in the animated shows. That's the um, solo version of Maul, right? The, yep. the one from Solo? Yep, yeah. So it's the animated, or the, um, like, 3D, the hologram. My okay. next my next goal is to enable you guys to start purchasing signed Star Wars cards like that, too. Please, please stop. <laughs> I, can, I can't. Thank I have you, please. So, please. Please, I beg of you. Like, the, the scene from Clone Wars where Maul is like, please, no, have mercy. <laughs> no. And then Maul is just, like, electrocuting, or um, Palpatine's electrocuting him. Oh, oh, my poor baby. Uh, and then my final, my final loot for this Wah! is the Mythos Asajj statue. Good God. Oh my gosh. I could, I didn't want to haul her down. She's up top. So I didn't want to haul her down, but I brought the box so that you can see this giant freaking box. <laughs> those, those Mythos are next level, man. And my name is on the list for the Darth Vader one. So. Good. The yeah. statues are so big. When when Mari got Darth Maul, I was with her, and the box was almost as big as Mari. I can fit in them. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not thin. Like what's yeah, the scale? What's the scale? Because those are statues. Is it like one six scale? Are they one six scale though? Or are they like quarter scale statues? They're, they're, the they're one six. No, are they're they one six. Oh, oh, the, because the base makes them. The like, base yeah. is probably yeah. so that it's probably closer to like the scale of a, a quarter scale figure. Yeah. So there's some but, there's some some thickness to those bad boys. Yes, I showed I showed the guys the base of it. If you ever have a chance to like go on sideshow and and even just look at the detail on this statue, it's beautiful. And I can't wait for her to have her own case. <laughs> if, if they make a Mythos Boba statue like that, then I'll probably get because they have the Mythos Boba figure. Yeah, and I've really debated getting it because it's really cool looking. It's like he's got like battered like frayed clothing and robes and stuff super cool looking uh but the it's a sideshow piece and its articulation is really bad apparently mm. so like it doesn't actually like stay in the positions you pose it in and i was like oh, ah, i don't want that, I don't want that. <laughs> the accessories so, are great but i don't want to deal with bad articulation so I'll, I'll hold off and save my money for the plethora of other hot toys that oh, i can't I, stop buying i forgot my art pieces i showed them oh, yeah yeah, they're they're right behind me, but I'd have to get up and move. So, another no time. <laughs> what does that show have one. now? They have the Mythos Obi Wan. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Maul. Massage. Um, and Palpatine. 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 The Palpatine one is sick. It's it like is crazy looking Palpatine. I was like, that that's Palpatine in a nutshell right there. That's it that's is. the perfect statue of that. I hate Palpatine though, so I won't get that one. <laughs> if his, if his tackle had a form, it's that statue. <laughs> it's that statue, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So I guess Todd, we're we're down to you. All righty. Mine is not too terribly crazy. I don't have a bunch of stuff around me to show. I do have I did because Mari posted that Target was doing sale on Legos and I have a Lego problem. I did get the <laughs> TIE Fighter Pilot helmet, That's which apparently, tell us about. apparently these guys have like shot up in value in box because it's a retired set now. Yep. So 
part of me is like, oh, maybe, maybe I don't open that one, but I'm going to open it anyway. there's another one near you, would you mind? Like, I will <laughs> send some money. Oh, look, I was just at Target today and I was looking to see if they had anything. And of course, like the Target near me is always awfully stocked. I think I saw they have Mission Fleet Bad Batch. They had a ton of those. Um, they had a, oh, a, this close to buying that. They had, <laughs> let me know. I'll pick one up for you. They had a, a zero Black Series figure, the droid from Mando. They had a Lando Black Series figure, and then just like crap. Yeah. Like you, and I was like, "Where's where's the toys? Where are the joy?" It <laughs> seems like they're they're kind of uh, diminishing their Star Wars merch recently because, like, even the Legos, like, there aren't anywhere near as many Lego sets there. This they were really well stocked today, so okay. I don't know if it's Maybe just been. I might. There are two within a mile of my house. Yeah. I will go to both once we're done. I don't know if it's just been like shipping issues or what. I, mean, I get the holidays like Legos are pretty popular during the holidays. I remember That's I tweeted true. out that I got a Lego set and I got like replied by 150 people each showing like Lego <laughs> sets they got. So I was like, I'm glad to see that we're all one giant Lego family. Um, so Legos are popular. So it would make sense like if, if that's why it's been kind of picked over. Uh, but yeah, so I got that one. I got the Trouble on Tatooine set. And then I got the Razorcrest Microfighter. So that's the, the new one that came out, I think, this year. Like, January 1st was the first day you could get it. Which I was shocked because I, showed, I sent a picture to you guys. And PP's like, Isn't that, is that locked yet? And I was like, I don't know. We'll find out if I can even buy it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if this is supposed to be out. And then, of course, I went today and they were, like, all completely gone. So Yeah, they, they absolutely were not supposed to sell it. And uh, Target's all across. I think people all over, all over the U.S. buying them. And they're, they're supposed to be register locked. Or not even on the shelves yet, but here we are. <laughs> so, got the. I built two of them. I built Trouble on Tatooine, and I built the Microfighter, but I haven't built the the Tie Fighter helmet pilot um, yet. So, next on the list, I've got the Boba Vader and Scout Trooper one. So I just need to get the Stormtrooper, and that'll be like Thanos, and just have a a gauntlet of Stormtrooper Lego helmets or no, of, uh, Lego them. helmets. I'm gonna need him. Yeah, like after oh, I build this one, I'm gonna be like, well, he needs a friend. That's my logic. I was like, well, I've got three of them, so I can get a fourth. And I was like, oh, but it, the, the Stormtrooper would make it five, and I don't like odd number things, so I, they got to make a six. They have the pro droid. I know. It's, it's the same kind of idea. Really? Don't tempt me. I mean, I'm probably going to go get it. It's the right. Jaren one's coming, right? I, yeah, I'll, oh, I'd be shot. Or like a rearmored Boba or yeah. a Fett. Oh, if they make a they Fett helmet. They have to get a Fett helmet. They have to. They've got the regular Boba, but they don't have um, like his rearmor book of right. Boba look. So I could see them doing that. If they make a Fennec helmet, which that would be hard to do because of how her helmet is, but that's like an instant. Like I'll sprint to the Lego store and like be there <laughs> at seven. Wait in line for this. I, I will camp out for that. Like the way that people camp out for those UCS, like the ATATs and the Republic <laughs> Gunship, I'll go camp out for a Fennec uh, Lego helmet. <laughs> uh the other things i picked up i pre-ordered the prototype armor uh boba fett black series figure so even though it's a repack of one they did i don't know how many years ago uh i missed out on that one and i've got all of the I've got the empire strikes back return of the jedi and Django fett black series figure so i was like well i might as well get the uh get that nice prototype one and then i got the um droids black series one on pre-order so i'll at least have my keep my plethora of multicolored fets going <laughs> um i've if our viewers can see sort of i've been reorganizing my den um so that's kind of been the big big thing my brother got me these two mystery packs for christmas he was at disney 
So it's like little mystery pin packs. Mm-hmm. So I opened one of them. I got, I think, I forget which ones I got. I got, I want to say an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter. They're all like first order and resistance ships. I don't know it's if it's in that. your hand. It's in my hand. <laughs> it's, there's two of them. I can't remember which one I opened. Let me see if it's in here. <laughs> which ones did I get? <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I got the Falcon. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, those are cool. Oh, it's upside down. Hold on. Let's say, wait, there we go. All right. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So I got the Falcon and I got the Sith. I think this is upside down too. Ooh. The Sith oh, TIE Fighter, cool. like TIE Interceptor. Yeah. That's really cool. So still haven't opened the other one. I'll probably make a little TikTok video of that. So if you're, again, not following us on TikTok, lots of great content. A little bit of thirst trapping. <laughs> you should do a TikTok where you simply just lay your pen jacket on a scale it's a lot lot. i went through a big phase like last year after it was right it was right after celebration where i just bought pins non-stop like i would any time a creator or artist would put out new pins i was like done done can you imagine a pin a jacket of those pin that's Uh, yeah just going through tsa uh sir your your uh jacket is over the 50 pound bag (laughs) i don't think that's allowed (laughs) and the the last thing i got was i got my copy of fallen star which again i probably won't touch for a hot second because i still got to read the other other high republic books but (laughs) it is what it is at least i have it (laughs) all right well let's hop into uh the new toy news um so before I get into stuff that's been announced, did you guys see uh, Yak Face, among other people, posted uh, in-hand pictures of the HasLab Razor Crest? Are those of, so I've heard like some people say like those were fake, and then I've heard some people say they're real. I know Yak Face has pre- got a pretty good track record, but I've also heard like there's just a lot of potential like red flags about those pictures. Mm. Either way, it looks great. <laughs> it does. Yeah, if, if they're real, I'm super stoked and happy. But that's like the first time that anybody's had their hands on one of those. So it's like people yeah. are like, that seems odd because there hasn't been any update really on shipping other than it was been delayed a few times. Yeah. Multiple times. Who knows? We'll find out eventually, right? <laughs> um. So let's hop into So we talked about Mission Fleet a minute ago. Um, they just keep coming. So apparently people are buying them, regardless of our opinions on them. Um. So we're getting the Luke Skywalker with Grogu and X-Wing. Uh, say what you will about this this line. They crush the vehicle. Oh, yeah. The vehicles the vehicles are probably the, the best part of this line. The Razor Crest mission uh, fleet is really good. Uh, if you haven't seen that, it's quite large. Nice. Then they were also, they announced a, an Ahsoka Tano with the Delta 7 Jedi Starfighter, uh, which looked really good too. Is it what what version of like is it Rebels Ahsoka? Is it Clone Wars Ahsoka? It looked if I can remember off the top of my head, I think it want to say it was Clone Wars Ahsoka on the younger side of Ahsoka. So not like season seven Ahsoka, like no, I don't think so. That makes sense. I think so. I, can I say it's a little annoying that they pump out the the types of figures for these so quickly, but then we're waiting like a year plus to get Black Series and TVC figures. Like the fact that there's a Luke Skywalker with Grogu for this line, yeah. But which would be an easy thing for them to pump out. There's no Luke Skywalker for Mando, yeah. And that's over a year old. Is frustrating, confusing, <laughs> even. Yeah. Um, there's not a ton of toy news, so this won't be 
this will be brief, but uh, Black Series, I'm pretty sure Todd mentioned he pre-ordered it, but uh, mm-hmm. we're getting a prototype armor Boba Fett again. Uh, but this time it's an Amazon exclusive. Um, in Potato News, we're getting <laughs> the Mandalorian Mr. Potato with Grogu, or a.k.a. the Yam DeLorean and Tot. <laughs> it, actually, say, say what you will, it looks awesome. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's worth looking it up. It's I'm going to have to get one of those. I saw potatoes on the show notes, and I was like, what? <laughs> Are you, you really going to question Star Wars throwing their name on potatoes when we had the the last Jedi Luke Skywalker lettuce? I'm not I'm not questioning it. I just was like, why is it? Why did he write potatoes? And then I read it and I was like, oh, in potatoes. Uh, then Gentle Giant, like every every time we do an episode is just a list of Gentle Giant. Like they are just pumping out material. Um, Book of Boba Fett stuff too. So Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett mini bust. They're also doing the exact same thing, but in a half scale. So one to two. Both look awesome, of course. Um, Rebels, we're getting Hera Sandula and the War Criminal on a mini bus set. I love my War Criminal, <laughs> aka Chopper. Um, they did show a really cool Clone Wars General Kenobi premium collection statue. All these things are pretty pricey, but they are worth a penny uh, if you're a serious collector like big time collector and then lastly they are doing an empire strikes back lando calrissian milestone statue which i believe is their version of order series order I, don't know if, I don't think you can see mine i've got like roughly for the people that are watching on youtube it's hard to see here it's i think it's their like one six or one seventh scale the milestone ones oh yeah you can kind of it's really hard to see but he's right mm. there um the taller yeah, one in the back yeah it's that empire strikes back right below my my hot toys it's i think it's closer to like a one seventh scale um for their milestone statues and there's the milestone in this classic blue outfit from empire we got a colt 45 with him i probably and then lastly before we go to that did you mm -hmm. see really quickly they teased a boba fett throne one i did i did which (laughs) i'm very very tempted what do you think we're gonna get more of are we gonna get more thrones or more finnick fan figures (laughs) we're getting more thrones it's gonna be a throne i'm just waiting for them to have a throne in every scale honestly because i've got the hot toys one six scale boba and now fennec with the throne i've got the mission (laughs) (laughs) the black series eventually have one tvc starting to put out book of boba figures so it won't won't take long for them to make a throne i i would be stunned if they don't make a, a set that comes with a throne like a job is an updated Jabba's playset with a throne for Book of Boba with Book of Boba like branding on it. It'd be you know be really cool, and they've done this in the past with other lines. Build a set, you buy yeah. a line of Black Series figures, and each one comes with a piece of the throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It'd be an easy money maker for them. Don't give them mm-hmm. ideas because then that's more money. <laughs> it won't come out in five years. Well, so it's or if, yeah, has, if Hasbro, if you take that idea, you can gladly send your <laughs> our checks too. Yes, we'll, please. We'll happily accept royalty. We will. Uh, and then last but not least, Hot Toys, uh, Cos Babies, Boba Fett and Finnick from the book of Boba Fett. And yes, they do come with a throne. Um, so these this this series, Cos Babies, are kind of like the figure version of Chibis, 
right? Chibi's yep. drawing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of plump, large head little things. <laughs> if you're familiar with like Nendo droids, they look very similar to those. They're they're like a Chibi Funko almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but expensive. Yes. Yeah, but like eighty a, bucks a premium. It's a it's like I mean it's a collector focus. I don't know how Hot Toys does theirs, but like Nendo droids get different. They're they're almost like a Hot Toy where they get different arms and and like because you can put them in different positions and stuff. So yeah, I, think, I don't know if theirs will. I think cost babies are static. I don't think oh, you okay. can move them around and position them. But I could. I don't have any. That's the, like the one thing yeah. that I've sort of avoided because I don't want to go down another rabbit hole of buying more stuff I don't need. I had okay, I'll get into cost babies, guys. <laughs> yeah, take one for the team. Right? It's, it's the only way we can know. I had them mixed up with uh, eggheads for the longest time. Because yeah. it looks very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all, that's all for new toy news. But before we leave this section, because it is our toy section, I thought it'd be fun if we each just said off the top of our heads, uh, so far, we're two episodes into the Book of Boba Fett, and obviously there's a lot of Toyotic people, characters in the show. So who's a couple characters from the show thus far that you guys would love to see in toy form, whether it be Black Series, uh, TVC, Hot Toys, whatever? I'll go first. So I, I think we're all probably going to... You know who same, I want. The I same character. We all want him. Everybody wants him. He's got the internet thirsting, Blacker Santon, obviously, in every scale possible. Everything. Um, easily Black Series and TVC. Black Series, uh, I feel like, is tough because anytime they've done Wookiees in Black Series, I, f- I feel like the because of the way they do the fur, the articulation yeah. suffers. Oh, yeah. Um, so unless they come up with a new way to do that, that it might not be as great of a Black Series figure. A Hot Toy Black Crescenta would be oh, my God. phenomenal. Oh, my God. It'd be That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, but a, f- a Hot Toy Black Crescenta, I would... I would love to see made just to see it like i probably wouldn't buy it but just to see that i'd like, buy it it's fine it's yeah, okay you can, you can again take one for the team it's yeah. all good visit <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so black chrysanthemum i would love to see uh max rebo just because max there's rebo. not enough max rebo there's, like... there's clearly not enough love for max rebo um the, um the leader uh or the the like fighter from the tuscan raiders yeah i would, I would love, love to, see to see a black series both of them all yeah all of them yeah. i think just the the style that they've gone with the outfits for the um tuscan raiders in in the first two episodes just a lot more color than the tuscan raider figures that we've gotten so i would love to see yeah. those um who else? I will say while you're thinking, uh, I did absolutely love that black uh, Santi. I'll call him Santi. He um, he did have his brass knuckles on in the show, which is huge in the comics. And I was like, this is amazing. I both, missed that. Both fists had him. <laughs> I did see he was missing his scar, though. And people are, have, have noticed that, which. I'm, what I'm thinking. Well, no, it doesn't make any sense. that it's, I, I think it is there. I think his hair was covering it. I think I think either that or they could explain healing. I mean, this this also Boba takes healed. place after yeah, Boba's got all his scarring healed from yeah. burning yeah. in the Sarlacc pit. So I would love this isn't necessarily a, a character, but I would love a Sarlacc pit escape playset. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool, or just something some, something with a Sarlacc pit. I mean, Legos. Got, yeah. Oh well, geez, the, don't even get me started on Legos. Like. 
Lego, give us Java's Palace, give us like <laughs> the train set, the train oh set from God, chapter two. So there's so, Lego is just going to be printing money with Book of Obo because there's so many fun things that they could do. I, I think the biggest thing I would love to see is just more like random side characters getting figures. Yeah. So like the 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 receptionist for the mayor, the one that's like, do you have an appointment? Yeah. I don't see you have an appointment. I can't let you in. I'm sorry. Like I want a figure for that guy. I want no, a that figure. Guy, that guy for, brews his own beer. You can just yeah. see it. I want I want that guy as a figure. I want the major domo as a figure. The one that always says apologies that I like want to cosplay as at celebration and just go up to everybody and say apologies <laughs> really creepily. Like it's like get away from me, stranger. Um but yeah, lots lots more of these side kind of get back to earlier Star Wars figures and earlier Star Wars collecting where they just had every possible iteration of a character and every random person that you saw getting a figure. This this series would be I wouldn't even, I would not even be upset if they put out no other line except the retro line. Like imagine the side characters in the retro line. That'd be so cool. Like the old or even nerd. And I have a feeling they're going to lean more towards TVC. That's mm-hmm. sort of the vibe I've been getting um, based off of the announcements that we've gotten from Hasbro recently. And I think there's a little bit of backlash over the, the Hasbro, HasLab, Rancor failing. They're going to, mm-hmm. they know that TVC will always make them money. And, and Black Series has just gone up in price and, and become a little bit more of a challenge. So I think we're going to, if if they do all these side characters and they do it in the vintage collection i would be all for that if they focused on that and kind of eased off on the black series in favor of that yeah it's funny because i won't touch the vintage collection really yeah i don't have a single one i don't i didn't even order the mall one i think that they released that's that i for the longest time tried to not tried not to get into the vintage collection just because i knew it was another rabbit hole of stuff i don't need and yeah. then i got a couple mando ones and now my completionist self is like well i need this one and i need this one and now book of boba i'm like well i need two of them because i need <laughs> one to display and one to keep in the packaging and i'm becoming that snl skit and i'm <laughs> it's okay it's fine uh, a stuffed massive would be cool the lizard dogs yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep they could do that for like build a bear they could do oh my um, god because they did, I mean, they did the Grogu the one, they did the, the Loth Cat. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they could easily do one of those. Oh my gosh, I want a Tuscan Raider build a bear. Which is giving. And when you like, click it, it's, it's doing the screaming. <laughs> so just, just giving ideas to these, these major toy yeah. companies for free. <laughs> Again, it's we'll fine. collect royalties. I would take a Boba Fett, yeah. Boba Fett on a swoop bike. With uh, with like a bantha action, <laughs> pajama. I want a pajama fit, like his his undergarment Boba yeah. Fett. That's the that's the one that everybody wants is, is pajama fit. Watch that um, be like a watch it be a celebration exclusive because they always do like weird figures for exclusives yeah. at celebrations. So it'll be like Boba Fett in his under underoos, underoos, whatever it is, his pajamas. It's a flight suit. Come on, guys. It's, it's a flight suit. Yes, but it's his pajama fit. Um, uh, the the second in charge Tuscan Raider, the she's a badass. Like I was so cool. Literally so cool. anything, any line. Yep, that's the one I was talking about. Like I would take her in. Any oh yeah, line. yeah, yeah. I might. All right, I might do TVC. Ooh, a gaffy stick. That'd be really cool. Oh, they could do that. Cool. Like the um, Black Series lightsabers. 
Yeah, that or even the, even the shitty ones that you whip out. Like the <laughs> plastic version, it whips out. <laughs> go, Gaffy Stick, go. <laughs> go, go, Gadget, yeah. Exactly. So that'd be really cool. I would be into that, for sure. Um, and then before we move on to our quote-unquote main topic, um, so Black Harrison, his first appearance is Darth Vader number one, 2015, if anyone is curious, if you want to go read the comics. And he's super heavy in the Doctor, Doctor Aphra series. Um, her first line, uh, interesting line, but the first line he's really heavy. Um, and if you just want to read him versus Obi Wan, it's Star Wars issue number twenty. And then just Google Star Wars number fourteen, Mark Brooks. Thank you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But uh, let's uh, let's get right into the main topic of the evening. We're each going to list three of our favorite dark side villain antiheroes. Um, and we'll do it round robin. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. So uh, let's pop on here. Um, Mara, you go first. <laughs> I mean, I think mine's pretty obvious. Batman. <laughs> you got me. It's Batman. Wait, what universe are we doing? The multiverse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darth Maul. Without, without any hesitation, I can say he is my all-time number one anything. So. He is just, he's the epitome of Sith, like, power. Like, people question it, and I have to argue for him all of the time, and I don't mind doing it, because he's, he is an all-time villain. He is a good one. You guys want to know Mari's commitment to Maul, and you're not watching this on YouTube. Her hair is literally red, and she's wearing all black with black nails. So she is Darth Maul. (laughs) She is the embodiment of Maul. Who do you like better, though? Do you like Darth Maul or do or you Maul. like Maul? Ooh. Because there yes, is a distinction between is. the two. There yeah. is. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. Give me a Why are you thinking about that, Mar? Have you seen that Apprentice YouTube movie they made? Yes. Yeah, I have. That's so good. It's so good. I love, I actually, that might be a um, cosplayer that I follow that plays him. I can't remember. I think. His his uh his cosplay name is Mall Cosplay, so um I, I think it's him. I can't I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. But yeah, he's there. Will never be question of who my number one is. <laughs> I love Mall. Like it, it's <laughs> something about his. Obviously, his look is incredible. But yeah. his, his story arc is just so good. Like so good. So I just, many ups and downs and buildups. It's yeah. I just love how they took a character that had very little screen time. He's like, he's almost like Boba Fett to a degree. He had very little screen time and then built into this just absolutely fantastic character with a, a super compelling story and, yeah. and you really get to know him and how he thinks and how he functions. But other than that, he was just a cool looking guy that had like two lines of dialogue and killed some people. Yep. So with the most badass lightsaber to ever exist for a time. I think George George Lucas has a type of quiet, doesn't say a lot of lines, and just looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go next. I'm going to start with Triple Zero from the Doctor Afro series and Vader series. Uh, he is basically the dark version of C3PO. Instead of being helpful and kind, he is unhelpful and an asshole. Um, <laughs> and he just wants to kill everybody, every human he can find. He wants to drain their blood. He wants to poke their eyes out, poison them, something. Uh, he's just a sassy, sassy bitch. <laughs> and I love him. 
he's probably been one of my favorite characters that I've seen in the comics just because of how sassy he is. Like it's it's the three PO level of sass, but will also murder you and like gets off to torturing people. <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's not just a side character in these story arcs. At one point, Afro works for him because he's such a murderer and uh, blackmailing sociopath that eventually she works for him and then vader hires him like kind of deal so he's not just a side character he's kind of a little bit of everything so if you have triple triple zero check him out big fan todd you're up oh boy um let's start things off with mr slippers himself grand moff wilhuff tarkin which I love the fact that he always wore slippers when all of his scenes in A New Hope <laughs> because his riding boots just fit so poorly. So he's like, forget these. I'm wearing slippers. Wearing slippers. You know, I have, a, I have a nephew named William. And since the day he was born, I've called him Will Huff. So proud <laughs> of you. Nobody knows why. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, now if they watch. Uh, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love Tarkin. Uh, not necessarily Tarkin from the movies, though. Tarkin in the movies is very intimidating and the fact that he can like talk back to Vader, but Tarkin in the books, especially the Tarkin book, and Tarkin in the comics, especially the Tarkin comic, the one shot where they made him unnecessarily jacked, but I'm still here for it, but he's just covered in scars and that kind of ties into his rough upbringing in the Tarkin books, and then even in Catalyst, his dynamic between Krennic and Tarkin and sort of how they both are playing the long game to get the better of each other. And what we see with him in Rogue One, where he eventually uses Krennic's own weapon to kill him. Yeah. Um, he's the definition of the Empire, in my opinion. Like everybody can think of like Palpatine or Vader. But if you want to think of like the Empire and sort of that fanaticism, it's Tarkin through and through. Oh, yeah. He's, the, doubt, yeah. he's the Imperial. You could honestly, like, they could have had Tarkin probably be, like, the big overarching bad if they wanted to in the original trilogy. Like, Palpatine obviously makes sense for the, the whole Sith dynamic with, with Vader and Palpatine. But if they really wanted to have Tarkin just, like, be the big bad throughout the entire thing, I would have totally been believable, and it probably would have worked. Yeah. Here, here. All right, Mar. Next. Uh, I, again, no surprise. Asajj. <laughs> She also has one of those up and down arcs where she's bad and then it's like questioning and then she's kind of a bounty hunter and then, yeah, eventually I'll get to read her book. Um, <laughs> but I I love her personality and, and how she goes through these different fluctuations and what she thinks is, is power, essentially. So um, I love seeing her in everything that she, I wish I could see her in live action would love to absolutely see that um also amazing lightsabers yeah again such cool like, lightsabers just Sith have such cool lightsabers they they really do, they really <laughs> do. you can't you can't get around it <laughs> nope can't <laughs> all right my next one is uh... a scuba tank Vader time. <laughs> Darth Vader. Uh, he's the reason why I fell in love with Star Wars. So he's always going to be in my top whatever, top one or two of whatever list I do for Star Wars. Um, and knowing that he's Anakin or was, he was Anakin and then he was Anakin again. But uh, he's so unsure but sure of his abilities. And it's just such a connection point 
So I, I, I just love Vader. Big Vader fan. Big Vader guy. I know you are a big comic guy. Do you like Vader more from the movies and, and that's why? Or is it more how they've built Vader out in the comics? Because that the comics and even some of the books to a degree, you get more mm-hmm. of that like sure but not sure of his powers element. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Lords of the Sith book really cements it. Um, a New Hope. I loved it. And he's in A New Hope for what? Three minutes? Four minutes? Feels like. Yeah, it's not a ton of um, screen time. But when he just just him walking through that door on Santa Four initially hooked me. But uh, his comic run, the 2015 Vader uh, run, that's 25 issues, my favorite comic series of all time. Uh, it's that good. Uh, so yeah, Vader, everything and everything I can consume of Vader, I will because it's so damn good. He is how you say the best. He's the best. <laughs> He's number one. He's number one. <laughs> All right, Todd, you're up. So I'm going to keep with the Moff trend, and I'm going to go number two is Moff Gideon. So Moff Gideon, I, I don't know what it is about him. I think it's because Giancarlo Esposito is just such a such Sweet a fantastic man. actor. Yeah. Um, but he is just such an intimidating villain. Like we, we get him for a little bit at the end of Mando season one, and then he's sort of that overarching bad in Mando season two. And just everything, like he similar to Tarkin is another like definition of fanaticism, that commitment to the empire commitment to the, I know what's evil and I, this is what I'm going to keep doing. And I'm going to do it for my own, whoever I'm serving. Cause obviously he's serving someone, which sure is Palpatine in, in one way or another. It's really interesting dynamic. If you think about it, like Maul, Vader, uh, Asajj, everyone else we've named thus far are dramatic. You know what I mean? Like they're very dramatically evil. Where mm-hmm. Will Huff or <laughs> Will Huff, Tarkin and uh, Gideon are just quiet evil, which is scarier. Yeah. There's well, it's it's that idea that like Vader and Maul and Asajj have that physical presence and that yeah. physical power that makes them like threatening. Whereas yeah. Tarkin and Gideon, it's more of that psychological that this dude could at any time just completely destroy me because he Dude. could like Tarkin you see that in the Tarkin comic like some one of the the lower um not recruits is it a recruit it's either a recruit or a lower ranking officer it's in Zion I think yeah it's it's questions Tarkin and Tarkin's like all right kind of, fine come fight me and he like takes off his shirt he's just covered in scars and yeah. jacked and he's like you want to fight me like you want to talk back to me I'll fight you so I get that same kind of vibe with Moff Gideon where he doesn't have to be physically threatening, but if he needed to, he could. I, they are so resolute in the fact that they're right, and that their yeah. way of living is right, that they are, the confidence is a hell of a drug, and they are very confident that they are correct. Yeah. So they I'm, a, I'm excited. Correct. I'm excited to see where we might see Moff Gideon in the future. Obviously, he's probably going to get captured. He was captured by the New Republic, but. I imagine they wouldn't just end his story there. So I'm sure later seasons of Mando will get more Moff Gideon or find out more about who he's serving because this all builds to the sequel trilogy. And we know Palpatine now is the big bad of the overarching sequel trilogy. So they are going to need a bounty hunter or somebody to break him out of captivity. And there's a couple of them they could use. Well, and if it ties into, (laughs) again, this could be something where Book of Boba sets up 
later seasons of of Mando. So they introduce some crazy over the top bounty hunter, either someone we know or someone completely new. Yeah. And then that bounty hunter, like, could you imagine if they like introduced Dirge? <laughs> yeah. Because he's mean, in the comics now. They use the dark troopers, like they're yeah. this close yeah. to Dirge, so oh, I'd be the here possibilities, for it. the possibilities. But yeah, Moff Gideon, another just intimidating, scary. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with how Giancarlo Esposito portrays him and, and just carries himself as the character. Yeah, he's a sweetheart, too. Yeah, <laughs> real life. Thing. He was like, even during the panels and stuff, he was the sweetest, like telling all these fantastic stories and, and such a loving guy. And then you look at the characters he plays in like Star Wars and Breaking Bad and all that. And it's just like the complete opposite of his personality. I, and I know I'm slightly skewed, but he was a lot smaller than I expected in the movie. It's all lifts. It's all that Hollywood magic. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood magic for sure. Because he was, or Pedro's really short. Because I think Pedro's shorter than him and Mando, yeah. possibly. So, but Brendan Wayne is not. <laughs> no, well, and he might. Moff Gideon's um, stunt double, Giancarlo Esposito stunt double, might be a little taller, and yeah. they make him a little, little more even toed. They're being real quiet. Who Grogu's stunt double is, and it's starting to make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random bullfrog. Uh, Mari, who's your next? Who's your final? <laughs> um, I got, I was trying to decide if I would split them or just go ahead and say um, both of them. And I mean, I guess both. Um, Darth Bane and Cad Bane um, are two from completely different aspects of the universe. But um, Cad Bane is, he's just cool. He is a cowboy. Like, he is just so cool enjoyed every moment he was on screen for and i want to read more about him so i i i just he he was like a enthralling anytime i got to see him so he's big for me but darth bane had a massive impact on the books that i was reading i read his series before almost any of the others because i think it's it's closer to the beginning of the legend series anyway um but just uh, i'm a very big stories person so him coming from absolutely nothing to being essentially he's not the creator but reinstating the rule of two and how that's still prevalent in the universe now um is it it was huge for me so and he's just a savage so that he is (laughs) (laughs) not a savage no, don't, don't confuse the two. <laughs> um, all right, and my last one, number three. I'm going to go with Dr. Afra. I know she kind of skirts the line between good guy and bad guy, uh, but she's done some really terrible things. <laughs> uh, but she also does some really good things, and she's an archaeologist, and people she hangs out with just makes her that character even more interesting. So big, uh, big Dr. Afra guy right here. To her credit, she does use Triple Zero and some of her other friends to do some of those bad things. <laughs> I mean, she uh, and and her story in her comics, like she's left people die in the vacuum. Like she's stolen from people who really needed the things she's stolen. So uh, she's she's done some terrible things, but she's also done some good things. So she she walks that moral line. Yeah. So it's like it's everything with everything with Star Wars. It's a certain point of view, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Todd, wrap wrap us up. Who is your third and final baddie? So before I put my third and final baddie, 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 
<laughs> my third and final baddie, I have to give a shout out to Boba Fett, even though he's not necessarily a baddie anymore. He, he was a baddie, but now he's kind of through the book of Boba Fett a little more of that a little a little little more to that lighter good guy have, have a have a little yeah, he's ruling with respect and murdering with respect yes and stealing my heart respectfully um <laughs> respect. so always have to give a shout out to my boy boba fett but my third and final character and i love how i pick all my villains are not like force sensitive or, yeah. or really just threatening in the sense of physical power but grand admiral thrawn is my last one and not necessarily like i never read the, the thrawn zon's thrawn trilogy I don't have the connection from that like other people do, but his portrayal in Rebels and the the Thrawn trilogy, not the young Thrawn trilogy, but the, the Thrawn trilogy that kind of goes hand in hand with Rebels. Um, he's another character that just can outsmart you so easily. Like, obviously, he can still kick your butt because he's so he's got just great fighting skills. Um but he's another one of those people that like can play the mental game with you and just take people out left and right strategically. Just the way he analyzes people's culture and uses that against them, uh, you know, he he's another guy, and he's a little interesting because, especially in the books, you get that he's serving the empire not necessarily because he agrees with the empire, but because he thinks the empire is sort of the lesser of two evils and in a way it's it's to protect his own people yeah i mean he he he's another one of those guys all three of your guys are kind of the same where their confidence is everything so he he's literally so confident because he's never wrong yeah ever wrong it's kind of it gets annoying in the books where he's just never wrong but uh he how did he get to the empire he crashed a ship became a savage essentially and then purposely got caught and then worked his way up through the ranks to, to become a grand admiral yeah just to meet palpatine for a conversation about his people yeah and it's, then he turns into grand admiral <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's the 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 level of just strategic thinking that some of these characters have and, and playing the long game and ultimately it's the reason for their downfall is because they think that their confidence like you say is is their greatest strength but over also their greatest weakness because they think they can be do no wrong or be never in the wrong like yeah. there's no way that anyone else can outsmart them kind of thing and then the perk will show up and thrawn is often hyper hyperspace land yeah <laughs> but the, the the latest thrawn trilogy has been uh the first thrawn trilogy the second thrawn trilogy not the one from uh, the original trilogy, not yeah. this, not the second one, but the third one. So there's yeah. there's the Zon Thrawn trilogy, and then there's the uh, new like Canon Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Like like I said, that's the one that goes hand in hand with Rebels, and then you've got like the Thrawn prequel trilogy, yeah, yeah. which is a younger Thrawn in the Chiss Ascendancy. So one of those trilogies, there's a whole story where Thrawn and Anakin are together, and mm -hmm. then it's Thrawn, Anakin, and Thrawn Vader. And like the whole time, it's like, does he know that Vader's Anakin? Does he not know? Does he it's know? like hinted that he knows. But yeah, he so does, like it's it's it, the the dynamic is just always interesting to to watch. Um, and I, you put someone like Vader who's got that physical fear element, mm -hmm. and then someone like Thrawn who doesn't have the physical element, but he's got the the skill set mentally. I, I agree. I think his blue skin and blood red eyes is haunting. <laughs> I love it. I, I, it doesn't scare me. It makes me hot and bothered. 
<laughs> oh my goodness yeah that's for a different episode that's um, that's when we get into the ahsoka series and thrawn makes an appearance and then i'll be like well there he is folks it's uh it's, this is the thrawn thirst trap episode we'll have to start we'll have to start a, a bsb only fans for that <laughs> yep perfect um yeah that that's that'll be my last one though is, is grand admiral thrawn awesome uh let us know in the comments if you're watching this in the comments um who your favorites are and if you're listening to this on the podcast shoot us a message on whatever social media platform you use because we're on all of them um but i think that's going to wrap it up for us this week um like i just mentioned check us out on social media we're on every single one whatever one's your favorite we're there um and if you did enjoy this episode make sure you do like and subscribe um and don't forget join our patreon if you want to support our show and connect with us offline also and remember the force will be with you always.